podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good morning, everyone. How are we all doing? Hopefully you're all well. Sorry, a bit late. Uh, this morning, no excuse other than uh, I got up a bit late. <laughs> that was that was about it. Um, it was set for. It was originally set for nine. I could already see some uh, some sass uh, in the chat, um, but it was originally set for nine. I did set it to nine fifteen last night. Uh, nine fifteen is about the right time, I think, because yeah, on Thursdays I can start work at ten. So nine fifteen to nine forty five ish, and then and then start at ten. Um, so yeah, here I am. Uh, it's a uh, going to be a weird stream this one because I don't know what I'm doing uh, with my team. You can see I actually give myself a red arrow. I actually got a small green uh, arrow being a bit harsh to myself. Uh, but this is a big week because this is wildcard week for a lot of people. Uh, lots of, you know, key players coming into people's size, people rightly targeting teams like West Ham with a good run. See FPL Fella uh, in the chat. He must be uh, excited to bring in some West Ham players, surely. Although I seem to remember Fella saying that he, he doesn't bring in West Ham players because he, he doesn't like the, the club royalty uh, and, you know, the, the FPL mix. Um, people bring in Arsenal players. Saka, obviously, really uh, popular. Um, and then Watkins as well. I mean, I know most of you already got Watkins in place. I haven't. Uh, so I've really got to kind of prioritise what I want to do this week. And I mean, there are so many different paths that, that I can take. I can ignore Watkins and go for Saka. Or I can ignore uh, Saka and go for Watkins. I could go for Martinelli. I could ignore both of them and go for some of the other options. That I'm seeing people um, mention mentioning as well. Someone like a Dingra or Matoma or even Bowen. So many different ways. So, yeah, we'll talk a bit about some of the players I'm, I'm eyeing up and where my current thoughts are and, and hopefully it can give me a bit more a kind of clarity. Um, hi to everyone in the chat. Hi to Thomas Rogers, one of the Black Box uh, Godfather tier members. Uh, hi to Matt Francis uh, as well. Nigel the Crab, uh, Salnut Gosh uh, too. Some of our uh, regular kind of WhatsApp um Members kind of all, all tuning in for an early morning uh, stream too. Tim WD, how's the COVID? Yeah, it's all right. I'm a lot better. I felt I felt fine um, sort of two days ago. And then I woke up yesterday feeling a little bit kind of tired and a bit lethargic. And it's sort of carried on a bit a bit today. But I'm definitely on the up. Um, so, yeah, thanks for, for asking. Uh, Greg Foss, I have serious Watkins and Trippier FOMO. Uh, right now, yeah, I, I know Trippier is is isn't even on the on the list of of players that I'm I'm looking to get. He's just so far gone from a player I'm able to uh, to get in. <laughs> it's, it's, that that ship has well and truly sailed. Um, Watkins and and Saka are more achievable, um, at least. So yeah, uh, we will see. Uh, Alex H, great morning for a black box episode. Yeah, there was supposed to be a black box last night. Uh, Mark Seal. Now there's definitely some kind of flu uh going around uh we had everything set up ready for for last night and then mark said that he wasn't feeling good hopefully um he's feeling better today and we're going to go at about six o'clock um tonight it's a big week um for uh for mark he's he's pushed the wild card button i've seen his team uh it's pretty dull not gonna lie but with all that team value he's got it's looking really strong so i think he's uh he's in a really good place um, too. So yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully we'll be doing that, um, that tonight. 
Uh, FPL Freddy, you'll fill up the rank now. I've jumped from 1.7 million to 168k. Wow, that is a hell of a that's a hell of a rise. Uh, I don't really feel like I'm gonna rise a lot at the moment. I'm a bit kind of panicky, doubting myself, questioning things that are that are happening. So yeah, hopefully with your help, uh, uh, well not just your help, but feel free. Although you can help if you want, and with everyone's help, we can um, we can uh, get things up. So let's start how we always start. Let's just take a look at uh, game week nine. Um, 73 points for me. Yeah, I mean, it was an okay score. Like I said, it, it was a small green arrow, despite the red uh, you can see on the screen. Um, but there was some massive scores this week. You know, I saw, I've seen scores in the 110s uh, a mark. So, I mean, when you when you kind of get a, a, a an average week, um, it wasn't a great week to have an average week, as they say, because a lot of people had really good weeks. Uh, but it was Turner with one. I mean, absolute capitulation from from them. Forrest would be gutted to to throw away a two goal lead to Luton uh, in that match. Um, Cash and Adogi both with nothing. I mean, you know, Cash fine. You know, the the, the attacking potential is is one of the main reasons we've got him in and the, the good pictures to come. Adogi was just like that is just kick a FPL manager when he's down. I mean. Bloody hell. I mean, I talked about Poro on the wildcard a few weeks ago. I ended up going for a dogie just because it was a little bit cheaper. Um, wasn't anything in it the first week. Um, and then, you know, and, and then now it's it's just one of those things. I thought a dogie looked really good. I thought he was getting forward a lot. He's playing as a striker. He's got no end product whatsoever. Um, but getting in all the right positions. Poro's definitely got that more kind of calmness about him, which really comes with a bit more experience. So I think Poro is, is, a, is a great pick, but really frustrating uh, with the one point. Um, and then I'm a bit disappointed in myself, really, and and it has implications on on what I'm kind of doing um, this week. I mean, I, I I said on Black Box, and my my tactic this you know for this season going forward is is going to be to remove my weakest link player. And I talked about it on Black Box, and I talked about getting rid of Botman for Simakas. Um, I knew that I wanted Gabriel for this week going forward. Um, <clears throat> but it was going to be Botman to either Simakas or, or Gabriel. And last week I was leaning towards Simakas. Uh, I ended up getting swayed, I think, by by Mark and Andy on the stream. They were saying, you know, you should keep Botman. We, we still not really saw how long his injury is going to be. He'll be a good pick when he's back and you're not going to want to play Colwell. Uh, and so I, I, I swapped Colwell out for Gabriel. And really the, the Botman to, to Simakas move um, would have been a better move. I would have got rid of an injured player. I would have got uh, some points from, from Simakas as well and amazingly the 0.1 million is having a major impact on on transfers i'm able to make uh this week so um and the, the 0.1 comes from colwell was 0.1 less um and also gabriel was a little bit more expensive than than Simicast. i do think that um gabriel is is, is kind of the better long-term move probably leading right up to, to christmas and, and new year um over Simicast, but it, it is a bit frustrating um, and it was really interesting watching that game because every time Simakas got the ball, I was worried about him. I thought he was getting forward a lot. He put in some really good crosses, he was on some corners uh, and then I sort of went on, on Twitter everyone was saying, oh, Simakas isn't going to play anymore. He was rubbish in that game and that shows the kind of the blinkered view that some of us can have when we're looking. So obviously brought Gabriel in, he came in for Botman um, and Chelsea played really well and he, and he didn't get anything. So that was kind of five points lost and, and a bit of money lost. So... Anyway, frustrating. Um, Salah with 16. Uh, great captain shout. I didn't even really consider captaining him uh, for this week. It was it was always going to be Haaland for me. 
Um, you know, I think he got lucky again. Another double-digit return where he got a bit lucky. Uh, a penalty, a uh, red card, obviously for the young, and then a last-minute kind of breakaway goal. But, I mean, if you've captain Salah over Haaland in the last few weeks, you're absolutely flying. I was listening to Yellow in the Stream last night, and she said it would be about 40 points, something like that. These are, these are huge hauls. And this is how I feel my kind of season's going, is that the potential's been there in lots of weeks to <clears throat> bring in players who you know, can kind of turn my season around. And I've just been making, I don't even know if they're if the wrong call. <clears throat> I thought Haaland was a better pick than, than Salah. But they're, you know, they're, they're calls that, I, I don't know, maybe I'm not giving enough attention to, to maybe some other decisions or maybe things just aren't falling my way. Maybe it's a bit of luck. Maybe it's a bit of a skill issue. Maybe it's a bit of both. Um, so I need to start thinking of ways in which I can I can start improving. And and I think we all know, like we've all played this game for a while. We all know the the way to improve from a, a bad rank isn't to make really drastic changes. I was about to say like selling Haaland, well that's actually on my on, on one of my potential moves uh, this week. Um but you know, big drastic moves, going for really risky players, ruining your your structure. The key way to come up the ranks is, is to keep doing the, the right things and eventually hopefully you'll see things sort of turning around. Um, that said, I don't want to just go out with a with a bit of a whimper. I feel like I'm maybe more reluctant to, um, you know, take a bit of a risk, take a hit because of where I am in the rankings, and I think that's that's going to have to change. So, yeah, we'll talk about some some things that I'm I'm planning anyway. Um, the biggest issue, and we talk about you know problems with my team and, and biggest issues with my team, has to be Ward Prowse uh, playing in this kind of uh, you know DM type role, so reliant on set pieces, but doesn't really seem to have the players around him that can convert them. Um, so he's he's got to be a priority out transfer really, and I think when I'm looking at transfers to make and, and looking at, at, at players to, to bring in, I think it's always got to be War Prowse that is the kind of the, the right at the top of the list of, of ones to, to take out because he, well he hasn't got any points since I brought him in, uh, and you know I I just I know the fixtures are good, but I think there's just better options in that midfield spot so yeah more prowess will i would say 99 percent be leaving my, my team uh this week uh madison son decisions to be made with them as well i think everyone was was all set to uh sell one of one of the two i think there's a few more decisions to be made now um around that oh my dog's coming up hang on let's get jake up what do you think my team and jake what do you think look more prowess rubbish isn't he yeah uh madison and son um yeah, I mean, I want to keep them. I don't want to keep them. I fluctuate kind of every day. Never really sure what what I want to do. Son out was the was the easy move. Um, I thought this week uh, Son to Alvarez and Watkins to Salah uh, to Saka. That was you know Monday came and, and that was what I was intending to do. And then I watched that Spurs game. It was Fulham. Um, it uh, it it they're not going to play them every week, but I was just impressed with him. And and the minutes are a concern, but. I, I think Son is going to have a, a potentially a, a golden boot winning season or at least be challenging for it up there with Haaland and, and Salah. So he's not really a player I want to lose, especially because I lose quite a lot of value in him. Um, so maybe Madison is the one. Uh, and then Diaby. I mean, Diaby has really kind of epitomised my, my season. Um, you know, I bought him in uh, when I wildcarded, which must be game week seven. Uh, and he got eight points against Brighton. I was sort of relatively happy with that, but obviously then Watkins went and got the 23 uh, points, and then it's been two blanks. Uh, Watkins got the assist against Wolves, Diaby blanked, and then Watkins with another double-digit haul, and Diaby got two in that. I thought Diaby would outscore Watkins when I brought him in. That's not that's no word of a lie. I thought the, the price, not even regardless of the price difference, if you'd asked me which one I could have picked, 
I would have picked DRB. I thought he, from what I'd seen of him, the pace he had, the, the I thought he was maybe a better finisher than Watkins um, too. I thought he had good assist potential. Um, and I was just really excited to own him. You know, particularly in that Burnley match, I thought when teams are stretched and he's he's able to run through um, on goal when teams are playing a high line, he's going to be a really good pick. Hasn't happened. Com- got that completely wrong. I mean, Watkins has has been as far excelled anything that I um, that I uh, thought he, he he could do. I thought the Brighton game was just a bit of a blip, um, but the consistency of returns from Watkins has been absolutely incredible. Um, and it goes back to you know when Emery first took charge last season. This isn't a, a brand new thing that's um, that's been happening. Um, Emery has improved that player uh, absolutely incredibly. So I haven't got him. I've got DRB. I obviously can't lose DRB um, ahead of uh, ahead of Luton at home. Um, but if I go for Watkins, then it means that there's there's going to be other problems that, that maybe I, I'm not addressing. So, yeah, it's 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 a re- it's a really it's a really tricky one to know what to do with him. Um, and I don't imagine Diaby's going to be on too many wild cards because there's really good midfielders uh, and and people are going to be going for Watkins and, and Cash. I imagine. So, yeah, he's yeah. I mean, field FPL got to keep Diaby for the next three. I'm not selling him. This is it. I, I'm I'm not going to be selling him. It's just whether I take the risk and say, okay, let's give it three more weeks, DRB versus Watkins and see what happens. Um, or if I make the move uh, for, for Watkins to, to double up. I know what everyone's going to say. Everyone's going to say you need Watkins. Um, I think there's there's the game has proven this season that you don't need everyone. There's not one player that's essential. There's lots and lots of good picks. Um, so that's the decision I've got to make. Which of the players that are good picks are going to score the most points over the next three to four weeks? Um, and it's not that obvious, I don't think. So, yeah, we'll get to that in a sec. Uh, up top, Haaland and Alvarez. I mean, I look at the players who I'm going to have to sell for Watkins, for example, or to bring in Saka, and it's going to have to be Madison, Son or Alvarez. They're my only three good players. They're the only ones doing well um, in my team. Uh, Alvarez got the rest again last night. Um, Haaland has been disappointing, I think, for the last few weeks, giving him the captaincy, watching other, other players return. Um but, you know, it's really tricky to sell him ahead of Manchester United uh, and then Bournemouth as well. So really interesting. You know, there's teams without him who are going to be fearing him. There's teams with him who are going to be thinking, what can they do with the money to spread around? And then there's going to be others who just don't um, <clears throat> ever want to lose him. And whether that's through the fear of the 90% ownership or whether that's because they know these numbers are good and he's going to keep doing well. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a real decision this week, um, I think, especially for me, because I've got uh, two free transfers too. Uh, a couple of super chats. Thank you very much. Uh, one from Ankit uh, to... Uh, oh, Ankit, this is you getting a membership. Oh, lovely. Welcome. Welcome to the... I thought you already had one. Uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the crew. Uh, Kelzang. Hi, as Brighton punt between Adingra and Gross. I love the Adingra pun. I am all aboard the Adingra pun. I think for five million... You know, it's him and Buenanote fighting out for the right-hand spot. Adingra is far ahead of Buenanote in terms of ability, I think, this this season. Okay, maybe ability is a bit harsh in terms of where they're at currently um, in the side. I think Adingra is is, uh, is is miles ahead. So I think Adingra for five million, you know, him and Palmer, pick of the, pick of the, uh, pick of the cheapies um, in midfield, um, I think. Uh, let's take a look at the watch list like we do each week. Um, these are kind of all the players that, that I'm looking at. The ones in gold are the ones that I've kind of got already um, in my team. Uh, looking at defence, we've got cash at the top, non-penalty XGI per 90 of 0.44. That is crazily high. Um, there's going to be some more attacking returns, 
um, for him coming soon. Uh, Estepinion back in training um, could be a, a nice little route into the into the Brighton. I say Brighton attack. Obviously, he's a defender, but um, he's, he plays. He's been playing like an attacker so far this season. Um, 0.43 um, for him. That's higher than Trippier, for example. 0.36. Um, higher than Porro, I think he's an attacking fullback, 0.2. I think an attacking fullback will, will, will register a non-point around 0.2, 0.3. So to be in the 0.4 category um, is, is really high. Uh, Trippy is there. He's on the watch list. He doesn't really put anything in the watch list. I'm, I'm just not going to be able to get him. Like He can't be doing any more than he's been doing, scoring double-digit hauls every week. Like He's gone. It's, it, the pictures are turning a little bit. Um, and there's other options that I, I'm putting higher than him. So, yeah, Trippier, unfortunately, 7 million, uh, not going to happen. Simicast, the one that got away, uh, really interesting to know, like lots of people buying him this week. If he'd got sub three minutes earlier, would there still be this this um, this kind of thing for him? This is the this is the swings of, of FPL, you know, three minutes for, for Simicast, five minutes for Destiny. Um, and, you know, that's, that's quite a big swing um, on those. Um, Poro 0.2, I like that. Trent as well, someone I was really impressed with in the um, in the Everton game. Um, interesting, someone pointed out to me that he didn't actually create any chances uh, in that match, um, which was crazy because he was playing so high up the pitch. I just think with, with, with Trent playing that high up the pitch, drifting into central roles, the attacking returns are going to come. Is there enough to justify a Simicast, Trent, you know, the, the difference in price between them? Probably not really, unless you are selling Haaland. Um, but if you do, I think for the next two or three games, Trent could be a, a real spicy ting, as the FPL juice uh, players say. Uh, yeah, Dan Toon, Simicast change must be tactical. That's the worry, isn't it? I mean, they can bring Gomez on if they want to, I don't know, put, put Tresh up at Trent up the pitch even more. And um, they brought Darwin on um, as well. Yeah, there's some, there is some issues uh, with, with that pick, I think. Um, coming into midfield, I mean, look at some of these numbers for Salah, 0.73, 0.9, Madison, 0.71, Madison, 0.71. Like, people think this is an easy sale of Madison. Those numbers are so much better than they've been for him in previous seasons. And he's still done incredibly well over the years. Um, you know, it's higher than Son, for example, 0.7. Well, that does take into account when Son wasn't playing kind of up front. Um, they're not an easy sale, those two, with Spurs playing the way they are. Um, then putting up these numbers, um, their away form as well is really high for those selling um, before Palace. Really tricky. Saka's obviously a, a very popular pick uh, this week. Um, 0.65 um, for him. Um, Bowen as well, 0.61. Uh, and then you've got maybe, you know, some, or well, Fernandes is on there, but I don't think many of us are going to be going there. And then some of the cheaper players. Gordon, 0.54, amazing numbers for him. Really, really nice pick. Uh, Matoma, 0.52, should have scored against City. Even more of a bandwagon for him. DRB 0.41. This is they are increasing. They were 0.3 a few few weeks ago. 0.41. It does represent a little bit of a an increase to that. Uh, and then you've got Palmer, um, Adingra. Look at Martelli though. 0.29. We're thinking Martelli might be able to cover Saka, but these stats are almost half, well over half of what Saka's are uh, too. And then up front, um, I don't think there's that many options at the moment. Um, I've got five on here. I think Ferguson is a is a bit of a risk. Um, potentially, given how he's been playing uh, recently. Darwin still feels a bit too risky for me. So then you've got Harlan, Watkins and Alvarez. Um, do you go for those three or do you put the five um, into the uh, into the midfield? Um, Ulrich, lovely dog, thanks. Yeah, he's here. I think he's here. There he is. <laughs> he's a good boy. Uh, yeah, so that's that. So this is where I'm at. 
um, this week. Uh, this is the current team, two free transfers, uh, 0.6 in the bank. So Ariola in goal with Adogi, Cash and Gabriel. Salasson, Madison, Diaby, Walprouse, Haaland, Alvarez. Now, like I said, the, the, well, the bench is, is pretty much non-existent. Turner, Archer, Botman, Kabore. Like I said, the weak links in this team, Walprouse and Botman. Two free transfers. Most weeks, I'd say, deal with Botman and Walprouse, right? They are two weakest players. Get rid of them both. If I do that, then I'm ignoring the, the fixture swings really for um, for Arsenal and West Ham and Aston Villa. So there's options here. I mean, there's lots of options and I've actually got the screen share open to kind of talk through some of these. So first first thoughts, Saka in for Madison, right? That's 0.0 in the bank. That covers the Arsenal game. Um, Tottenham's fixtures are changing a little bit. Uh, gets me off the double attack, which maybe is a little bit risky, um, and and covers Arsenal. So that that is a, I think that is a relatively that's the sensible play this week. There's risks, obviously. Talked about Madison's stats, talked about Spurs, um, talked about all these things. Um, but that would be that would be potentially a nice easy move. <clears throat> that also gives me another free transfer to deal with War Prowse. Anyone up to six point three, I'd probably have to. Well, I'd have to go down um, to someone. Um, so it would either be Gordon. Uh, at 5.6, who I could afford uh, with the Wolves game. That looks pretty nice. Uh, it's Palmer with the penalties and playing for Chelsea, who I thought looked quite impressive uh, last week. Um, or it's Adingra to target the Brighton fixtures. I think any three of those those players are better picks than, than Walprouse, um kind of going forward. So that's the that's the option there. <clears throat> FPL fella, super chat. Um, oh, hang on. It didn't come on the screen. Let me just go back a second. Grab that. Come back to this. There you go. Look how quick I sort these things out these days. Um, Madison to Martinelli uh, is the question. Yeah, so that is another option if I just wanted to get in. I mean, the thing with Saka is, is there are some worry. I have some concerns about his fitness, right? And you can say, as what are you concerned about? He's played two 90 minutes in a row. Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about. I always worry about a player who is rushed back from injury. We don't know that Saka's been <clears throat> rushed back from injury, but he might have been because we know that Arteta will play him through anything. So if there are any concerns about you know him him aggravating an injury or... I mean, some people think he's going to be benched um, against Shelby United. I absolutely can't see that. <clears throat> but if there are still some kind of doubts about it, then maybe Marcelli is the better pick, even though his underlying numbers aren't that great. Good thing about that is then that lets me upgrade up um, to someone else. So that's where I can get Matoma. I couldn't afford Bowen. If it was Martelli and Bowen, I think this would be a nice pick. Uh, Bowen's a bit too expensive. I think Bowen's 7.3 now. Um, and normally I could have had him over Warprouse uh, when I when I wildcarded. 7.4 Bowen. Yeah, so we're miles off. We're miles off that. So it's probably going to be um, Matoma who would come in uh, with this. So Martelli and, and Matoma. That's the that's the option there uh, if I go for, for Martelli. Right. So that's that's that option. Biggest thing with that option no Watkins, right? That would mean Watkins just doesn't come in to my side. If I want Watkins, then it's going to have to be one of the, obviously one of the free forwards out. Let's start with the obvious one. Let's start with Archer uh, coming out. We could switch to, um, I realise this is very self-indulgent by the way, but do bear with me. It could be Watkins out. It could then be uh, Ward-Prowse down to um, Palmer, for example. Let's say he's uh, at five. And then look at this. It could be Madison 
uh, down uh, than someone else. Um, six million. So that would be a Gordon, right? So that that's the, that's the Watkins move for a minus four. Watkins, Palmer and Gordon. Um, that's the minus four basically to get rid of Madison. Um, it's to get rid of two issues really in, in Archer and um, Archer and Ward-Prowse. Um, but it means no, no Arsenal and no easy route to get to Arsenal unless I sell Son, kind of go forward. Um, so that's probably the, the best route there. Uh, or we do what I always plan to do, which is just Alvarez and Son uh, out with the exact money uh, for Saka and Watkins. I think I've seen people already that have done this move. Um, I think Watkins is not great on Alvarez. I think the, the the average is a good pick, but I think Watkins is slightly better. And I think Saka and Son is close. I'd probably prefer Son if I was having to pick one. So, yeah, I, it feels like one upgrade, one slight upgrade, and one slight downgrade. I don't know, as Luke says, if the EV um, is really there um, with that move, but it's a potential option. Or the nuclear option is just bin off Harland, <laughs> get Watkins. Uh, also, that other move means I have to keep Wall Prowse uh, as well. Uh, get Saka, 4.1 in the bank, get rid of Botman, and get in Trent as well uh, for that. That's the other move uh, for a minus four as well. Obviously, that means selling Haaland um, as well. <clears throat> so that's it. <laughs> and that's what Nigel the Crab says. The transfer is offers me. No Haaland, no JWP. You'll be rolling in dollar dollar. Yeah, that's the Haaland move. Um, as well so they're the options and I think it's, it's going to have to be one of those four as I said there's lots of options with, with Son going in some of them with Madison going in some of them there's, there's options with all three of my strikers leaving at some point lots of different options I honestly don't know which way um, I'm leaning uh, at the moment um, Watkins and Saka I think is a, is a really really close one I think because I've got DRB I may be leaning towards going for Saka um, for, for Sheffield United. It's that Burnley game as well. I want to have a route into getting the Saka um, in that match. Uh, so, yeah, I think Saka probably is going to be the priority. But think of me when Val Villa are playing uh, Luton um, as well. So, yeah, uh, interesting one. Uh, let's see what the chat is saying. Uh, Saka always plays. Yeah, he does. That's why he's he's so so interesting. Uh, Hello. Does it make sense to hold off on Arsenal until game week twelve? I can see the logic. I mean, you know, it's, it's Burnley, but then it's but then it's Newcastle. Uh, it's not an easy run um, of games. But Sheffield United at home is the best fixture at the moment. Um, obviously, Aston Villa at home against Luton is great, but Sheffield United at home, um, they haven't. Sometimes when a team gets battered like Sheffield United did, they have some kind of resurgence. They just look awful, absolutely awful. And if Arsenal turn up, um, they could they could battle them. Arsenal haven't been amazing from an attacking sense, but I think we saw glimpses of it against against Bournemouth a few weeks ago. Um, so I think it it, it, it could happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can I can see this is the thing. I can see the logic of waiting. I can see the logic of going. I can see the logic of going. Um, you know, the the one player that I do keep coming back to is Watkins, though. And is it just madness not to have Watkins in your team? Uh, let me know. Let me know if there's anyone out there who like isn't going for Watkins this week um, as well. And we can start some kind of like club uh, together as well. Matt Francis, everyone ripping up a team for two fixtures. Yeah, losing the Spurs players, losing Haaland potentially just for these games um, is a massive, a massive risk. 
Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's, it's interesting. Uh, Nigel Crabbe, I think Arsenal rotate this this week. Yeah, Nigel Crabbe, very um, against Arsenal. You do you not have any? You're trying to kind of uh, cover yourself, or or is that just it uh, as well? So yeah, uh, we'll see. Um, hope going to be crazy if you go for Trent, especially we can have T. I'm assuming that means Simicast. Yeah, Simicast looks an okay pick. It's just if you've got the if you've got the Harlem money. Um, you might as well go for Trent because the, the the money isn't isn't an issue. Obviously, if you have still got Haaland, you're not going to be able to get Trent. You're not going to you're not going to make the sacrifices you need to get him. But Trent is a better pick than Simakas. There's no doubt about that. So if you've got the money to do it, why wouldn't you? Uh, why wouldn't you do it um, as well? Oh, Nigel's got Saka and no Watkins. Okay, interesting. Um, okay, cool. Uh, good. Well, this video has not been helpful. Um, to anyone, including myself, uh, I imagine. Uh, but they're kind of where I'm at um, at the moment. Like I said, I think I'm leaning towards the Saka move. Um, I think Madison to Saka... Uh, oh, losing Madison just feels so so wrong. Madison to Saka and Ward-Prowse um, to probably Palmer um, is, is, is the move that I'm... I'm at the moment, leaning towards, um, but it, it, it could be, be anything. Massive game for Brighton um, tonight uh, against Ajax. We we have to win, or, or we are we are not getting out of that Europa League group. So, yeah, bigger big match for us. Hoping to see what happens with that. Maybe Adingra like comes through in that. Maybe Ferguson gets a couple of goals. Maybe you know, there's a player that really emerges at the moment. I think you know between Pedro, between Ferguson, between Matoba, between Adingra. There's lots of different ways that we can go uh, with that as well. So. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's going to be an interesting match tonight, and and this is why I'm I'm holding out just to kind of get as much information as I can before making the biggest moves I'll make all season, uh, really. So yeah, we'll see we'll see what kind of happens with that. A few people not not going for Watkins um, as well. Uh, so yeah, interesting. Um, betting against Watkins with Darwin. Um, this is Paul Pulkit. Uh, Harwood not going anywhere, and there are so many mids. I don't want to change formation uh, to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, the the sensible play, the sensible part of me just wants to deal with Warprowse and, and get rid of that. Um, and it's just whether I, I put him up to to Saka, um, but that would mean losing Madison um, as well, um, or whether he goes down to someone else. So yeah, not easy. Uh, I think that's it for me. I need to get ready for work. Uh, pleasure um, as always, everyone. Thanks for joining me uh, today. Um, and yeah, good luck in game week ten. Hopefully, Mark and I will be around. Um, tonight uh, and we'll see you there but yeah thanks very much and see you all very soon sports social podcast network